Hello, and welcome once again to the Colorado Switchblade. I'm Jason Van Taten of your host, and today is March 2nd, and it's a beautiful Wednesday. Um, enjoy the weather while you can, because it's very spring-like right now, but that's going to change very quickly as we move into the weekend. So be sure to get out there and uh, enjoy that weather. Today, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. Um, you know, my 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 guide light for these podcasts and these stories are, are stories that would interest me to hear or read. And, you know, as a journalist, you wind up working with police departments a lot, specifically with what's called a PIO or a public information officer whose job it is to interface with local media um, and the community and, and kind of be that public relations arm of a police department. Cities have them, police departments have them. I mean, uh, fire departments have them. Uh, most public agencies have public information officers. And there was one that caught my attention in particular. It was over the Valentine's Day holiday. And what I'm going to do is just read the social media posts that they had up on Facebook. And I think you'll understand why this kind of caught my attention. Now, I'll put a link into the accompanying article to this. Um, but there are some laughable Photoshop, Photoshop skills. You know, the uh, the memes are, are so crummy, they're pretty awesome. <laughs> and I think that's part of the charm, really. Um, but let's just, I'm going to read this to you so you kind of get an idea of what they're posting. And uh, we have a, a, an interview with the officer who is in charge of this um, for the Greeley Police Department. That's Officer Kent Keller, who is the public information officer and media relations guy. Um, and uh, they do a Warrant Wednesday, where every Wednesday they kind of do a little, uh, they add a little humor to what they're doing. But this one was was particularly good. So this comes from the post to the um, Greeley Police Department's social media for Warrant Wednesday on February 9th, Valentine's Day. Um, we're posting Warrant Wednesday very late to demonstrate what not to do. Do not pop up on your ex's phone at 11.24 p.m. on Valentine's Day or at the conclusion of Galentine's Day. However, if your ex happens to say, have some warrants, deals drugs, or is otherwise up to some nefarious shenanigans Monday night, then slide into our DMs. We will be more than happy to take them out to our waiting patrol car. Then our private chauffeur will whisk him away to a luxurious bed and breakfast. It's an adorable place with lakefront view rooms. That's actually true. We're almost positive that the Weld County Sheriff's Office has some suites complete with heart-shaped beds, heart-shaped bathtubs, heart-shaped pillows, and much more heart-shaped items. Don't fact check that. Your ex will then wake to Breakfast in bed, heart-shaped pancakes most likely, served by deputy concierges. If you don't have info on your ex, we will also accept information on the whereabouts of Miss Kiana Shaw. She has a felony warrant for failing to appear on original charges of third-degree assault and an at-risk person and child abuse with a $5,000 bond. You can call and they list a number for the Greeley Police Department or email and uh, we are just a 150-plus officer police department standing in front of a girl asking her to turn herself in peaceably. 
If that unfortunately does not happen, we will also make this card in hopes of catching bees with honey or using their honey or something. We also made this other Valentine's Day card because our PIO has access to Photoshop for reasons we're now realizing may have been a mistake. He also may have exaggerated his skills on the old resume. Please feel free to contact us with tips on your ex or any other wanted persons and to also use our awesome Valentine's Day cards if you would like. It'd be a shame to let these below average Photoshop skills go to waste. Thanks. So that is the uh, the post from Valentine's Day, and I'll include the the amazing memes. And uh, yeah, just it got me laughing and it got me thinking. Well, you know, it it's not a bad approach. I mean, the more things are shared, and I'll be honest, I shared this on Valentine's Day on my newsfeed, and I uh, I gotta think other people did the same. So I thought it'd be fun to reach out and just kind of do a, uh, a community profile of the Greeley Police Department's public information officer, Kent Keller. So here's that interview, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. Okay, folks, we are here with the Greeley Police Department public information officer, Kent. Kent, tell us, tell us a little bit about what it's like to be a public information officer. I think a lot of people don't realize kind of what PIOs do and whatnot, but as a journalist, you know, we have a lot of interaction with, with the police department and it, the PIO is a public information officer, but please tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the, the PIO role here is mainly the liaison uh, with the media, like you mentioned. Uh, so that's local, national, and kind of the, the Denver metro area media for us. Um, my role also includes a uh, social media manager. So I run all of our uh, social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, and, and those are mainly used for us to get timely information out to the citizens and visitors and people that follow us about active investigations, road closures, weather alerts, just checking up on everything. So um, I, I get to communicate with a lot of media and a lot of citizens, which is great. And so what is your a, a, a typical day in your experience of, of doing this job look like? What, is, what, what do you do? So usually I'll start off in the morning and just kind of peruse uh, the work emails and see if there's anything kind of media worthy or that I think the, the local or, or Denver media might care about. How many big cases we have or any cases that are ongoing that we've already released information on that there's been kind of breaks in. Uh, anything like that, I'll send over to mainly our local channels. Uh, if it's something that I, I think that they would just be concerned with. Um, if it's something bigger, I'll also shoot it out to the, the Denver stations. Um, Wednesdays are our big day with the Warren Wednesday Post, which is kind of how people have come to know us. Um, so Wednesdays, I obviously work on that. Um, and then the rest of the week, I just kind of get a lot of officers will send me photos and videos of stuff that they've done when they're out and about. Um, and asked to post. So I, I like to throw that stuff up there. Uh, I work a lot with our investigations unit when they're looking for ID posts um, to try to find suspects or sometimes even victims that they're, they're trying to locate to, to get to help. So it, it honestly changes. It's, it's ever-changing kind of like patrol was when I was working the street, um, just a, a different kind of busy. Right. How did you become a PIO officer? How does one go from patrol to, you know, putting up the, the Facebook social media posts? Is it, is it the, the, the Photoshop skills that, that does that or <laughs> <laughs> my, my YouTube learned Photoshop skills are definitely that. And I think just, 
just being a terrible cop, they were like, we got to put this guy somewhere because he is just not doing it on the street. Uh, yeah, so I uh, worked uh, the street for a little over 10 years, I think. Um, I was always a nights guy, always been a night owl, so just voluntarily stayed on nights. Um, our former PIO decided to go back to the streets, and they uh, posted this. It's technically a, not a promotion, it's just an assignment to a different unit. Um, so I put in for that because uh, I thought it'd be fun and interesting, and um, I, I thought there were some things that I could definitely do better that I think that to, to help us communicate with the, the community a little bit better and put in for it, and, and they agreed that it might be a good fit and gave me a shot at it. And how long have you been doing the PIO gig? Uh, so a little over a year, um, officially by title, um, but two weeks into my PIOing, um, I was coming back from a training in Denver, and a semi actually crossed over the highway and hit me head on. Oh man! Um, so I, I I only got a couple broken legs from it. Um, got uh, some hurt shoulders. Got a little bit of a brain injury. Um, but you know, other than that, I'm, I'm back at it. So I was out for a good four months. Um, recouping from that but uh now that i'm back i'm good good now wow all right well um and you're kind of taking a different approach than some of the pios that i i have dealt with in northern colorado and that you're injecting humor into a lot of your posts the one that caught my attention was your valentine's day post tell us a little bit about you know your approach on that and how it's working out like is it is it doing the trick because it seems like you're at least getting more eyes on you and the more eyes you have on your messaging like the the more the, the wider a net you have spread yeah absolutely i uh the, the whole time i i've i've been a cop um you know I, i've worked with a, a lot of great guys and girls and there's a lot of them that are just very serious all the time because you know it, it's a serious job and there's definitely times that that we need to be serious and, and joking is not the way um but it always struck me that you know those same people were just always like that and it's not a dig at them it's just you know that's what what they think cops should be and and again there's a time to do that but I, I always have had fun on the street you know dealing with people I thought it was the best part of the job was just kind of stopping and chatting with people um my I always said my biggest compliment was when I would meet people out of uniform and you know after 5 10 15 minutes of talking they found out I was a cop and they were surprised by that you know like oh I never would have guessed that um, so yeah, I, you know, I just thought if that works on the street with people, I, I don't see why it wouldn't work on Facebook and Instagram. And it seems like it has. So did you have to pitch the idea to, to your superiors or did you just kind of throw it out there and, and, you know, for, ask for forgiveness later? You know, that's, I, I keep the kind of the same motto with my, my marriage that I apparently do with my job, which is it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission, you know? Yeah. Well, once it's out there, you know what, I, I, there's a scene in Inglorious Bastards that I love where. Uh, after he captures the the head evil colonel guy, he shoots his buddy, and that guy says, "You know, you will hang for this." And he's like, "No, nah, I'm gonna shoot out. I've been shoot out before." And that that was kind of my my thought with it was, you know, I, if they want to yell at me for it, it's fine. But uh, I think the first couple were a little bit shaky just because it it was a big departure from you know the the normal we are investigating this accident, don't come to the area of the end. Um, so I think there was a little bit of nerves of of kind of the the humanness of it, uh, but they now that they've seen that you know people enjoy seeing that their officers are, are not you know robots and they can actually deal with them i think it's turned out pretty well i think i think you know human connection is is the way we move forward in in the world in general with where we're at right now i mean it's just a crazy time um and and you certainly are bringing much more of a human connection to this how has it how has the response been with the public i mean how's it has it been working have you had more 
calls for, you know, like the Valentine's Day thing. Explain to my readers, and I'll put a link into the, the social media posts, but explain to my readers or listeners what you, what you did um, on Valentine's Day. And is that approach successful? Um, yeah, so like kind of like on the, the street with humor, um, there's a, a time to, you know, you can kind of inject some humor and some fun. And then there's certain cases or certain crimes where it's just not appropriate. Um, and usually the Warren Wednesdays and the Valentine's Day post are, are kind of one of those where, you know, we can still get out serious messages, um, but with a kind of lighter side. Um, and I'm going to be honest, uh, part of my my injuries from the, the car accident was that I've kind of some short term memory loss. I, I do not remember <laughs> off the top of my head what I did for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Basically, you were, uh, you know, calling out, you know, if you have X's that, that you know, you're upset with, particularly oh, today. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah, using so, uh, some tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for reminding me. Um, yeah, so you know, there's we're we're always looking for you know the the citizens to kind of help work with us. Um, our uh, you know mission statement is that we want to work with the citizens to protect our community. Um, you know, so it's not just you know that we work here and we're we're helping to protect the people that that live and work here. We also live and work here, so we want to, you know, make it a better place, not just for the the people that we serve, but you know, when we're off to do with our families and our friends and hanging out. Um, so a lot of that is, I think, my my biggest goal with this was to get a little more community interaction, um, both on the actual social media, you know, within just talking to us and you know, just a, a conversational tone, um, but also to to morph that into getting more tips on our wanted peoples and to get them to call us about suspected drug dealers and stuff like that and. In that regard, it's actually been really useful, um, especially with our Warrant Wednesdays. We get a lot of tips on almost anybody that we post if they're around. Um, I know with our, our drug tips, um, we've gotten a couple of people that have called in um, some tips on, on suspected drug dealers and where they think they'll be and all that other kind of thing. So I think the, def, the getting more eyes on it definitely helps. And, and I think people want to help us because hopefully it comes across that, you know, we generally care and, and we want to help them. We just need some help to do that sometimes. Do you, do you have a lot of followers outside of your jurisdiction, outside of the, the, the city of Greeley? Um, I actually just checked yesterday. Uh, the majority of them are in the, the Greeley, Northern Colorado, and the state of Colorado area. Uh, but we also have quite a few from other countries, um, from certainly other states. Um, I, every now and then, a police department will share one of our posts um, from kind of the humorous side. And that opens up just, you know, all of their followers that, find it funny and come follow us. And, and so I think the more that we expand, the more that we'll see the number of people just in Greeley and Colorado drop and the number of people outside of our, our area pick up, which is good. Right. Have you had anyone offer you a free Photoshop lesson yet? <laughs> so it's uh, my, my best friend from high school, like best fan of my wedding is a graphic designer by trade. And uh, I told him that, you know, I'll need to make graphics. I'm not good at it. And, you know, so he told me to get Photoshop and uh, after the first couple of them, he's like, I'm, I'm willing to help out. And I'm like, you know what? I think my terrible Photoshop skills are kind of part of the charm. It, of it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of part of the gig. Like it's just, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Uh, don't have to look too refined. No, no. <laughs> All right. Well, tell you what, is there anything else you want to touch on or add to that we haven't touched on yet? No. Um, you, you know, if you don't follow us, come, come follow us. We're either at Greeley Police or at Greeley PD at almost every uh, social media channel that you can find. Um, even if you're not from the area, there, we post a lot of things about other agencies and, you know, pertinent information that they have. Um, or if you're just looking for, you know, want to stop by and say hi and, and chat a little bit, we also like doing that. So come on by. 
All right. Well, thanks so much for uh, taking the time out of your day to, to do a quick little interview with us. We appreciate it. No worries. Thanks, Jason. All right, folks. Well, we hope you enjoyed that interview. Um, just a little heads up as to what's coming this weekend. I just did an interview with Corey Hutchins, who is the interim director for Colorado College's Journalism Institute. Um, he's a Colorado-based contributor for the Columbia Journalism Review United States Project and a journalist for multiple news outlets, including the Colorado Media Project, where he writes case studies and is underwriting his new newsletter, Inside the News. I actually met Corey working on a Substack Go. It's kind of like a focus group of up-and-coming writers that, that have their platform on Substack. And we got put into the same group because we're covering kind of journalism and such in Colorado. I've had a couple mentions in there already. And he wanted, after seeing the Denver Post feature article that was done on me last weekend, uh, he wanted to sit down and talk with me about kind of the role of websites and, and podcasts and newsletters like I've got going on with the Colorado Switchblade, like he's got going on with the Colorado Media Project, which is um, the Inside the News which is basically, uh, it's the news for the people who make the news in Colorado. So it's an insider's uh, website as far as industry news and such. So, But uh, we, we did kind of a two-way interview. He interviewed me for his article. I interviewed him for the podcast. So I'm going to be putting together that interview. I'm going to wait until his piece is up first because I'd like to link to it. But that should be a, a great conversation with a lot of great insights into what's going on with local journalism here in Colorado and across the nation. Uh, we had some very poignant discussion about that topic exactly. So watch out for that this weekend. I hope you're enjoying things. We're still, everything's still going viral and uh, more and more listeners and readers every single day. So I want to say thank you to you. Thanks for checking us out and hopefully you like what you're getting here. If you do, please consider purchasing a paid subscription. It's only $5 a month, less than a cup of coffee. And for that, you're getting uh, everything you get here from the Colorado Switchblade. More than anything, you're helping ensure that I can continue doing what I'm doing by supporting my family. And you're also helping to support me upgrading my equipment. Actually, just today, I bought a new microphone. I bought a new background noise suppressor software package that hopefully you're seeing increases in the audio quality of what I'm putting out there. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this segment of the Colorado Switchblades podcast. I'm Jason Van Tatenhove, and I'll talk with you soon.